This is the Nonprofit Hour. We're in Bend for an interview with uh, Executive Director of Bend Film, Todd Luby. And we're talking about the Bend Film Festival. That's the second weekend of October every year. It's coming up. It's its 12th year, um, which I would imagine 12 years is, is an interesting uh, um, period of growth. It's entering, it's, it's the, the film festival is entering its teen years, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, it's, it probably is, you know, it's established uh, to some extent for filmmakers, and it's, it has its audience. Uh, there's probably some, some benefits to being 12 years old, but there's probably also some challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, Ben Film had the um, – Ben Film started off extremely hot in that we had um, – there was a lot of – you know, everyone – I wasn't around this experience, but everyone talks about the Ben Boom years. You know, it was basically – let's say from 03 to 06, where there was just a lot, a lot, a lot of money in this town. And, um, you know, Katie Merritt, who founded it, saw this and saw the opportunity and saw that the city, you know, though there was a lot of money in town, a lot of it went away in the summer and then businesses suffered afterwards. So, um, you know, working with some community leaders put together the idea of let's keep this um, town humming through the fall. Um, so the the t- they were granted a lot of money to start up the fest and um, you know just had great years starting out and then um, then Katie moved up to Portland and um, that's kind of you know simultaneously where the economy tanked a little bit and Ben was hit very hard you know like I, I guess nationally you know one of the one of the places that was hit the hardest so it went to you know we had a few years where. Um, the fest was still, you know, people were just so committed to keeping it going, um, though we had no money. And we went through that dark period and then came back up um, and, uh, you know, reached towards my predecessor, did a lot to, um, you know, raise again the, the finances, get it uh, stable and on, uh, uh, you know, a nice solid ground. And then, you know, I was lucky to, to take it over when it was in a, in a really good spot and, um, you know, see that though you know, because we've had this varied history, um, a lot of filmmakers aren't remembering, you know, how great it was in 04, 05, 06. You know, some of those filmmakers have moved on to bigger stuff and, you know, they're not talking to current filmmakers who are looking to get on the um, circuit. So, you know, when I came in, I I just noticed that there was all this opportunity to um, increase our stature within the independent filmmaking world. So, um, you know, we've been making a concerted effort in the past two years to really raise our profile um, I guess you could say even internationally to get get more independent filmmakers to know about Ben Film, how great it is, and, um, and you know I, to submit. How, and how does one do that? I mean, does, there's not like a listserv like in indie filmmaker at listserv dot com. I mean, how do you get the message out uh, to to solicit film submissions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's no science to it, but you know, I've always I I just kind of went by my own experience you know um so as a filmmaker i'm um i was always you know thinking about you know your first strategy with your film so this is what every filmmaker does you have you know well everyone filmmaker should do but you know some know this you know inherently and others you learn it through kind of um failing quite a bit and i was kind of on the failing I, I came at it from an insider. I'm a self-taught filmmaker, so I just kind of figured this out as I went. But the better I got at filmmaking, the more I realized that um, you have to have a fest strategy in order to get the very most out of your um, 
your, say, festival budget, whatever that might be, if it's non-existent or small, um, so that, you know, this film does as much, you know, is first of all, it gets seen as much as it you want it to be. Second, does something for your career. And um, so I would always um, look at other fests and see who would play there before, um, where they're going, who else they worked with, um, you know, how accomplished they were, and try to get into those fests. And knowing that, eh, okay, so this person went to this fest, these fests, you know, because of they had went to this fest and screened at this fest, they had met this person and that person, those people were collaborators with on a future project, and you can kind of see a career trajectory based on their festival experience, and it happens all the time. I mean, it happened last year that you find collaborators when you're at a fest, and it's people that are better, you know, that doing uh, at doing something than say you are, and so you team up with them, and you know, you just get better at your craft. There needs to be like a Yelp for film festivals you know, that could rate because that sounds like a lot well, of there reason. are, you know, <laughs> there's all sorts of things like that. Um, but it is, it's just always it, it it's that uh, coupled with word of mouth. So when you do. You know, you do go to film fest and you say, hey, you know, or you make, you know, filmmaker friends, what what fests are good? What what do you want to go to? Oh, you got to do this, this and this and this. Um, And uh, that's what I did a lot as a filmmaker. And then I wanted to get people here last year that were very influential on the in the independent film scene so that they could be spreading the word. You know, they just have more vast networks. They work with more people and. you know, just so that everyone knows about Ben Film and how great it is. And you seem to have some payoff this year. There's, you, you've said that you had a thousand submissions this year for the for the entries. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of films. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so, uh, am I envisioning a you know a stack of VHS tapes that are, and then you have to oh, you know VHS. Tapes. <laughs> I'm envisioning you know uh, a, an, an email box full of of uh, of dot movies. Yes, and thanks. thank you. How do you how do you decide then? What's the process? I mean, you obviously you want to open the door to as many people as possible, mm-hmm. and and like you were saying before, you don't want to be the door that closes on uh, right. something with artistic value or something creative or or to a a, a a young filmmaker who's hoping to make his or her start. Um, but at the same time, you want to retain some quality control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this year. Um, we hired Mimi Brody as our festival programmer, and um, Mimi just she has almost twenty years' experience uh, uh, programming for some of the best fests, like you know uh, Sundance in L.A. and San Francisco International, and um, just you know top notch fests, and then um, most recently from the Black Cinema at Northwestern University. But um, so she knows she knows the independent film world. She's she knows the game of. Um, programming and how to go through submissions. And what's great about Ben Film is that because we've been going for 12 years, you do have all these cinephiles that are locally that have been doing this for 12 years. So they have a really sharp, refined eye about what's a good film, what's a, you know, not such a good film. Um, You know, say all this experience of um, why a film didn't make it to the fest that maybe they liked or seeing how a a film that they didn't like did make it to the fest and then it bombed. Or did well, so they kind of learned from that, and so they have all this experience. And then last year, I uh, invited all, say the uh, the alumni filmmakers, uh, Ben Film alums, to to help out with the uh, screening process. So yes, you're right in that we we have you know 1,100 submissions um, and 1,100 say links, so people can be all over the country, 
and we send out links, and then they review the films, and each film gets reviewed at least twice, um, and it sort of works its way up. Uh, you know, films that just aren't working, and two people say so, we might give it another look just to make sure, and then, uh, you know, that film would drop out, and, and someone else that has at least one score that's high will, you know, will keep going. Is there one film yet that, that, you've, that you've screened that, that is uh, on the lineup that you're particularly excited about for this year's uh, Ben Film Festival? One of the earliest uh, films that, that we got that, we, that uh, Mimi really championed, and I was all for it, too, was um, um, Frank Ross's Bloom and Mud Shuffle. Um, so this was one of the first films that we said, okay, yes, we, you know, we have to screen this. And, and to give you a little bit of background, Frank V. Ross is a lot like, um, you know, he fits exactly what I was talking about in the type of films we like to uh, champion type of films and type of filmmakers in that, you know, Frank, Frank's been working, you know, this is probably his 10th feature or something. He's been, he puts out a feature year almost, um, and he was doing it since like Oh four. And he never does anything for say bigger than, you know, probably 10, 15 grand. And, um, you know, he does more with less than any filmmaker I've ever seen. So, um, we're really excited about this one. And it has, um, you know, Alex Karpowski from girls and, um, some other people that might be recognizable. So he's sort of working with bigger actors now and it's, um, uh, produced by Joe Swanberg and, um, you know, he's, he's really a treat to watch because you just see how he's, you know, he's kind of like, I always say like a, a jazz musician that's working on films. And he always has, um, Medeski from Medeski, Martin Wood do his soundtracks and it, it fits really well. It, uh, it fits his style really well. Excellent. And, and well, I think one of the things that's, that's really fascinating, part of the reason that we wanted to talk to uh, nonprofits in, in Bend, there's a new funding mechanism for some of your marketing. Uh, a year, almost a year ago, uh, voters in Bend approved uh, a TR, a transient room tax increase, meaning that the taxes on hotels, which Portland has as well, but 1% but 1 of that would go to fund marketing plans for Bend cultural arts organizations to market uh, outside of the region. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, it's a fascinating idea. It's very sustainable because the idea is bringing in more tourism, which then will fund uh, more marketing for, uh, of cultural events to bring in more tourism. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Bend Film was the uh, top recipient. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Um, I mean, it's it's a really it's a it's an interesting funding mechanism, um, and I believe and you guys received about twenty five thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was twenty six, I think. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and for your budget, that's I mean that's that's a big that's a nice shot in the arm. Yeah, we've never had a much of an advertising budget before. Um, we paid to get our campaign um, sort of realized and concepted in, in the artwork from uh, TBD Advertising for has been our advertiser for quite a bit. So we pay for that. We pay for a couple, uh, a few other ads, but then all of other, all of our other advertising has essentially been in kind. So we've never been able to afford real advertising until this. Um, and that's still with, I mean, we've had about 25% uh, of our audience coming from outside. So we were able to still kind of get people um, by word of mouth, and, um, you know, people that have come here for other things, you know, return for the fest. 
Um, so this is this is huge. I mean, to actually, I mean, it's essentially a start of advertising outside the area. So, um, yeah, it's a huge boost, um, you know, for us that we we have a lot of capacity to expand our audience. Um, like I said, our audiences are great. Our our screenings are always well attended, but we have we have room without you know expanding anything with the fest, having any more overhead to put a lot more uh, people in the seats. So to have these money to, to to find the people is you know a huge boost. So that's gonna that's gonna help our you know bottom line with hopefully getting more revenue. But you know, uh, looking at a survey from last year, I mean it's it's possible that the fest generated you know somewhere between uh, it could have generated over a million dollars for the local economy just for those four days. You know your hotels, restaurants, and just other sort of knickknacks um, that people spent money on when they were here for the fest so it's i mean it's a it's a proven kind of uh it's a proven way to to keep the economy going through uh till ski season starts up you know and it it only seems appropriate then that that some of that money gets cycled back to the cultural organizations to then fund and bring in more tourists so how what is ben film going to do with some of this money where where might people in portland start to see or hear advertisements for for ben film well, it's great. Um, you know, essentially, it, it was probably only a few days after we started running. Um, so we run at all the independent theaters that we could partner with in Portland. We're running a, a Ben Film slide about, you know, just announcing the festival, having a promo to win a couple passes. And two days, essentially, after starting that, uh, I got an email from Tim Williams of the Oregon Film Office. Like, hey, I was at Cinema Twenty One and saw your slide. Good work. And I was like, oh my god, you know. So that was that was the first time we've done anything like that. And to have someone, you know, and, and I didn't, I you know, I, I knew it was the best uh, bang for our buck. But I, I, you know, I don't know how many people are there to see the slideshow. I mean, this is even before commercials, and to have that um, visibility you know, uh, verified, like right off the bat was super encouraging. So, you know, by, you know, uh, people should have seen our slide here. Um, you know, we're in 1859 magazine, we're on OPB. Um, we're going to be in, um, you know, we're in Portland monthly. Um, and I, I think that was our, you know, our biggest thing is trying to get the attention of tourists while they're here to have them come back for October and then get our film goers, um, in Portland, in the Valley, in Seattle, uh, hopefully down to San Francisco, um, to come, uh, you know, to, to get those people in the theaters, you know, to, to get our cinephile audience to, to come here. And then we'll have commercials too, um, via, uh, visit bend. Um, they'll, they'll, they've helped us run commercials for several years and they'll be doing that in the Valley as well. So, well, congratulations and, and, and good luck. I mean, it's, it's very exciting to, to have a cultural organization uh, that, is, that is really on firm footing now, uh, that, is, that is expanding. And as Bend expands to sort of help expand what the personality of Bend is. So it's not just beers and bikes, um, you know, but you can start to add uh, independent theater or, or independent film to, to that, to that uh, lineup. Uh, this has been Phil Bussey. I've been talking with Todd Luby from Ben Film. Uh, Todd, how about one more song to take us out? Uh, well, I'm going to go with another song uh, from this great Chicago band called The Blacks who provided me a song gratis for, um, for my last movie, uh, Lefty. And this is The Blacks on Bloodshot Records. 
Excellent. Todd, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Good luck with this year's festival, uh, and um, hopefully you will see a lot of people from Portland there. Indeed. Thank you, Phil. Anything that'll make this easier Anything that'll ease my Thanks, Phil. That brings us to the end of the show for this week. Once again, we'd like to let everyone know about the Media Institute's upcoming gather event to be held from 8 to 10 p.m. on Thursday, October 22nd at Mississippi Pizza. There will be music, pizza, drinks, a silent auction, and a live interview with Kimberly Irvin of Pyramid Communications to discuss her experiences working with nonprofits to help share their story through emerging social media technologies. For more information about the event, visit MediaMakingChange.org. Or to make a suggestion about an organization that should be featured on the Nonprofit Hour show, you can contact me via email to jason.dennington at xray.fm. The show has been produced and edited by myself, Jason Dennington, and is recorded at the production studios of X-Ray FM. We would like to thank the Media Institute for Social Change, our regular hosts, Phil Bussey and Julie Falk, KXRY Radio at 91.1 and 107.1 FM, or online at xray.fm. And most of all, to you, our regular listeners. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope to have you join us again next week at noon on Monday for the Nonprofit Hour Show. You